Who would pick uh, this young man who prayed for Paul? And want to make a public spectacular introduction about him. By human evaluation, he is not what? Important. But any average clergy in our time would like to bring out Paul and show his success in court, travels, Cilicia, Pamphylia, uh, Rome, wherever, wherever, a very successful word, evangelist. And use him as a yastic to even speak to some people. Do you know before Jesus called Paul, there were some apostles there already. But at a point, Paul said he has worked on all, all of what? All of them. But that is where we miss it. God, if you are Bible anchor, you pick Ephesians. Ephesians. Hmm. Read. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. <coughs> Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Amen. Good. Verse 5. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. Good. God has set certain things in place by his own word, plan, for us to walk in them. It wasn't something said like that there in one of the verse. Therefore, according as he had chosen us in him before the foundation, before the foundation of the earth, he has chosen us in him. That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Uh-huh. But there is a portion that says we are to walk uh, no, go to uh, two Ephesians uh, two ten. Ephesians two ten. Uh huh. For we are his workmanship. Ephesians chapter two verse ten. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God had before ordained that he has we before should walk ordained that we should walk. walk Thank you. You see, so God has a curriculum. And a map plan for everybody. But when we lack understanding, we speak as if somebody is a failure, somebody is a what? A success in the things of God. It depends upon what God has marked for you to walk. That's why I say nobody will pick Ananias, the one who Jesus himself walked to this man in a vision, told him to go and pray for all. Uh-huh. I don't know how God will evaluate him. 
But because human beings, we want to give glory to all, ourselves and human beings, instead of God, we make a, we easily forget the God that gives us power to become what we should become. That is the point that I'm making. We easily want forget. Go to Deuteronomy. So we are in a world the way we interpret worship and scripture and live out the role of God in as God has marked for individual. You go to Jeremiah chapter 1. As God has marked for the individual, if you are not careful, you may even commit suicide as a Christian or a believer of Christ and look at yourself as a word, failure, by comparison. But if God, uh, the mission God has given me is that of Hannah, or is it Anna, the widow, who, uh, who all he could do was to pray for the promise of God about Christ to be fulfilled, the church leadership will declare you what? Useless. And compare you to who? Paul. That you, you came to the world, you didn't do anything. Look at Paul. They're, they're, they're preaching. Who prayed even for the birth of Jesus Christ to come to pass? You know the person. And go to uh, Colossians 4.12. Uh, what did that? Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy uh, 8, uh, 8 uh, 17, 18. No, you finish 10 and 11 first. Okay. Deuteronomy 8, 10, 11, 17, and 18. No, because of what I want to say, go to 17, 17 and 18. 18. Yeah. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 17 and 18. And thou say in thine heart. Can you go to maybe 16? 16, okay. Uh, let me see. Who fed thee in the wilderness with money? So you should start from where? So we get the full impulse. Uh, 10 to 16. 11. 11. Uh-huh. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 11 to 17. Good. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God. Be careful. We are careless. And this is God warning. We are careless as believers. And carelessness is a result of what? Forgetfulness. Mm -hmm. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command thee this day. Lest when thou hast eaten and hast full, and hast built goodly houses, and dwelt therein, and when thy heads and thy flocks multiply, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied, then thine heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forget forth. Forget the Lord thy God, who did what? Which brought thee forth. God is at land. work. Else there was no way they could come out of the world, of the land. Mm -hmm. And when God revealed himself to Moses in the burning bush, 
God had an interest to promote and to protect and to preserve. Then thine heart be lifted up and forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of and That is exactly what I'm saying. The God that brought you out. Uh-huh. Who led thee through that great and terrible wilderness? He led you through difficult circumstances. There was no way by their human effort and strength they could have gone through that world. When God says terrible, believe him. If I say it, you can doubt me. His grace can carry you through terrible conditions. Who led thee through that great and terrible wilderness, wherein were fiery serpents and scorpions Jesus Christ. and droughts? Serpent, fiery serpents and scorpions and drought. There was no water. God was carrying them through this. Who brought thee forth water out of the rock of flame? Mm-hmm. Who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, mm-hmm. which thy fathers knew not? Good. That he might humble thee, and that he might prove thee, mm-hmm. to do thee good at thy latter end. Mm-hmm. And thou say in thine heart, my power and the might of my Oh, mind. what verse is that? Verse 17. You see, all along God is at work, taking them through difficult circumstances, making, shielding them, making provision for them. With good intentions for them. Uh, with a good word. Future. For them. Then you get to that. Destination God. From his own initiative. And workings. And machinations. Has brought you. Then your heart be lifted up. And you will say what? And thou say in thine heart, My power and the might of my hand Jesus has gotten Christ. me this will. Uh-huh. Verse 18. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. It is God who was, has been at work and is at work. At work. That hmm? he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto And all God. that he did, he had an interest to promote because of what he has said to ensure he established his word, his covenant. Which he swore unto thy fathers as it is this day. Exactly. Exactly. So you see that the way that we forget God. Did you listen to my message? Oh, then go and listen to it. Forgetfulness in worshipping God. That is my first message released for the year. And I'm still not satisfied in my spirit. So, the follow-up is what is still coming. God has a message to communicate to the church. Today, for instance, I've been sitting here meditating. You see, uh, we started the year and uh, loved ones and people, everybody is giving you good wishes for the world. For the world. The year. And I realized that in all that, they are wishing very good, but they are not mindful of the interest of God. We can't wish people well when we ourselves, we don't have, we forget God, let me use the exact word, that there is a God who is at play and we drop out of holiness. 
Do you understand what it means by drop out of holiness? You see, Moses, everybody is wishing everybody well for the year. There was a particular calendar year Moses had already preconceived an idea and he took a decision from a very good socioeconomic environment they are wishing for us. He was in it. And he left. Because he didn't want to be all a dropout of what? Yeah, he knew he was for God. Socioeconomically, the environment he found himself in was good. But he didn't want to be a dropout of what? Holiness. So he left to do what? To suffer. So if you wish him well in Pharaoh's house, what do you think you were doing? you would have encouraged him not to be holy. So if God called him at the burning, Bible describes it as what? Faith. If God called him at the burning bush, it wasn't a coincidence. Right from his bed, they could see he has a divine destiny. Look at how Shifra and Pua preserved this boy. Look at how God took care of what? Moses. Moses knew what God had what? done. He didn't want to make a word, a mistake in dropping his word, holiness. We, the way, because the way the clergy teaches, all we want is comfort. Our personal interest, we seem not to be interested in the will and the purposes of God on earth and for our lives. We take the same thing into prayer. The spirit of the Lord's prayer is not in us. Thy will be done on earth. Thy kingdom word come. We don't want to acknowledge Christ. The anointed king. So, you talk as if and Moses God rehearsed literally even the performance of what? Miracles with him for his purpose. He did not go there to do a show. Today, people do miracles for what? For show. He says taught a lot against that. That we don't do religious practices in an attempt to worship God for what? For show. So, I have done the first part. Forgetfulness in war. In God. Let's not speak. I see somebody is successful and somebody I cannot do beyond what God has marked for me. If I go beyond that, I will be trespassing. So, somebody's ministry will be open. I have people I have taught the word of God. ABCs in God. Some develop, travel outside, open churches. I am sitting here. You don't know anything. 
you don't know anything. And you want to compare that person to me that he is serious, me, I'm not serious. I know a particular, he came out from outside, he invited me to the house, he wanted to get me into pastoral ministry. I said, no, I'm not interested. This is not my calling. But when you get into my hands, by divine design, and I begin to teach you this thing, the word of God, and you listen, if you have that calling, you will come out and do works for God. And that's why I say, nobody will want to, in our time, no clergy will want to talk about Aeneas, who prayed for Paul. And then, but they want to bring Paul and make him a public display of Paul and compare him to every believer to be like Paul. I can't be like what? Paul, because that is not what God has marked what? For me, read Jeremiah. Certain things must be stricken. Jeremiah 1.5 Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nation. He has been ordained unto, uh, as a prophet unto the nation. And you want to compare me to Jeremiah? Did God tell you he has made me a prophet unto the nations? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> eh? so you see uh, let me tell you there is a message God has put in my spirit that is for this year actually it's a message for all times but this year God is laying emphasis on it at the end of the year the message was coming Whenever God knocks at your door and you open and you say, Behold, you must bear in mind that it is not because of you. God has his own purpose, will, and agenda to promote and to pursue, to protect and preserve. That was exactly what he did to Mary. He had the redemption plan. He had the package for humanity in Jesus Christ, our Lord. So, in this world, eh, read, read Acts, um, Acts 13. 36. Hmm. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Acts 13, 36. Uh-huh. For David, after he had served his own generation by the will of God. David served his generation by the war. Not his own war. Come on. For David, after he served his own generation by the will of God fell on asleep and was laid unto his fathers and saw corruption. That is all. That is what 
everybody should seek to do. You see, uh, I been one thing I'm going to teach this year with the grace of God is that there is a difference between worshipping God in spirit and in truth and then frequent attendance to church and then involving in what? Church activities. You see, Jesus said worship will not be done in Jerusalem or in what? On mountains. But God is looking for the type of worship. What is the meaning of worshiping God? And why is that different from going to Jerusalem and going through liturgical world formalities? Why is God not looking for that? God has updated the religion they were familiar with. That is what the then religious folks could not what, receive. What is the worshipping of God? The whole day, that is what, the, the, what I'm meditating upon. If I'm to speak in truth, it is where you employ all that you are and all that God has endowed you with to perceive the way of God. That is worship. So let's go into specifics. Luke 18. Two people went to the temple to pray. Why was one's prayer considered by God and the other one considered even as arrogance? You see, the name of Jesus Christ stands for what? Eradication of what? Son. That is Matthew 1.21. And God sent him to do that. He said, I've come not to call the righteous, but to call sinners unto what? Repentance. He explained the scripture why there was the need for him to die and resurrect, and that repentance and forgiveness of sin was to be preached in his word, name through all the world. The world. This morning I said some serious things. But I have no option also to say them. Maybe this time let me polish it slightly. In order not to cause offense, but let me say it also. You say, let's say you are a gospel what? Singer. You have the ability to do what? Sing. When does your talent and your songs and this thing become a service or worship unto God in spirit and in truth. 
You must be driven by the spirit of word, Christ and the word of God. In the promotion for the purpose for which he was. He came. You understand it? So that if somebody is going to uh, sing, if I lead the holy life, shun the wrong and do the right, I know the Lord who make a It is not the melody because in Amos 5.23 God said, I will not listen to the melody of your hearts. They are noisy in my ear. So the gospel song was rather a disturbance in God's word here because it was not used for the purpose for which God was. God wanted it to be useful. The people were living in sin. And they were just being engaging in what? Religious what? Practices in the temple. The moral nature that governed the interaction with their fellow men was very bad. John the Baptist simply put it in Luke 3, 10 to 14 eh, as the fruits of what? Repentance. Jesus also described that if we fail to bear that that is Matthew 5.23. Even your offering, hold on to it. Don't go and offer it. Come and live right. If I'm worshipping God, I must allow the word of God and the spirit of Christ to drive me in my, the way I relate into my fellow man the way I conduct myself as a worker, as a pensioner, as a student, as a child, as a clergy. So if you are a clergy, you are building a temple, you are controlling a church, we have instruments, the pulpit, and this thing, the people that even you allow into, you bring into church office and other things. How are you employing them in the purpose for which Jesus came in the eradication of sin from humanity to be replaced by his spirit and his word and for them also to live for that same purpose and bear, continue to bear the fruit of repentance by continuing in the words of the Lord God, Jesus Christ. That is what worshiping, worshiping God. So if you listen to the teachings of Jesus Christ, a tongue of worship is outside our world. Temples. It's in the body. Therefore, if his spirit and his word is not driving us, you go to the temple, whatever you do is trash before God. We should treat our Bible well. Whatever is a subject and a matter of interest to God, it's not a matter of concern to many of the 21st century church leadership. They have a personal interest which is 
contrary to that of God, in the pursuance of eradication of sin from humanity to be replaced by the Spirit of Christ and His Word, they have different interests to promote and to do what? And to pursue and to preserve and to protect us against the purpose for which Christ was came. In other words, they are using the church and the things God has put at their disposal to serve their personal world interest. Acts 13, 21-22. That is the difference between King Saul and David. Acts 13, 21-22. And afterward, they desired the king. And God gave unto them Saul, the son of Kish, a man of the tribe of Benjamin, by the space of forty years. 22. And why he had removed him? Why did God remove Saul? God did not just remove him, if you read the Old Testament. God back his beginning. You see, when you were little in your eyes, God was very, very offended. You were little in your eyes. I made you a ruler over all the twelve tribes of what? Israel, and anointed thee as a what? A king. He didn't want to pursue. You finish reading. He didn't want to He used all. You finish reading. And when he had removed him, he raised up unto them David to be their king. Yes. To whom also he gave testimony and said. Where God, the testimony God is giving is where worshipping God comes. That is where you see what worshipy, worshipping God. What is the testimony? And that is the testimony we all need. Mm-hmm. I have found David, the son of Jesse, Good. a man after my own heart. A man after my own heart. Why? What shall fulfill and all so. my will? He will fulfill all my word. He will use the office as a king to pursue the will, all the will, and the purpose and the agenda of world, and agenda of God. So, use the office to pursue his own interest and decided to deliberately put God's own word. God was very, very what? Offended. Did not just remove him as we are reading here. You go to the old testament gave him the spirit of what madness he ended up what committing suicide the beginning of the calendar year today is the second word day how many of us i'm not a prophet i am teaching if we are going to live our life Paul even says, so, say, don't you know that your body is the temple of the world? If you drop your holiness and don't use it for the glorification of the name of God in the pursuance of the purpose for whom Jesus came, it will be difficult for God to move on your behalf or on my behalf. 
take out the way the pandemic has disorganized the way. It is church leadership who are disturbed. Anybody who understands worship is not disturbed. No pandemic can disorganize what God wants. People who are determined to worship God in spirit and in war and in truth. So that is the crux of the matter. Jesus came not to do his own work, his will, but to do the work of the world, to do the will of the world. Father, eradication of what? Some from humanity. Luke 2.37 Hannah also prayed. He used prayer to do what? To serve the purpose and the interest of what? James 3.4 says, you pray and nothing happens because you, use, you want to use it to serve your personal world. It's terrible. God will not even look at your world. At your face. We preach all kinds of preaching. Huh? Luke 2, 36 and 37. And there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asa. She was of a great age and had lived with her husband seven years from her virginity. And she was a widow of about four score and four years, which departed not from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. It was not the presence in the temple. The way she used prayer as a tool to invoke God to bring his will and purposes to God, to pass or into establishment. So far as the birth of Jesus Christ was, our Lord was what? Concerned. How am I going to, how am I using my preaching? How am I using my gift of prophecy to work out? This agenda of God in our generation, that is what God considered as world worship. Jeremiah 23, verse 14, 21, and 22. Then I conclude. Jeremiah 23, 14, 21, and 22. Yeah, read the 14th verse. Verse 14. The church and our individual bodies and whatever asset or resources God has given us is not supposed to be used horribly in the way we are going to read. If we believe and we are determined, we believe in Christ and we are determined to worship and serve God. Jeremiah 23, 14 I have seen also in the prophets of Jerusalem an horrible thing. This is with prophets of Jerusalem. It goes through with our generation. Anybody who claims you believe and you are serving God. They commit adultery. Yeah. Sexual immorality should not be seen in us. Mm -hmm. They strengthen also the hands they, of evildoers. Uh -huh, no, one by one. Sexual immorality, adultery. Huh? And walking lies. Walking lies. They strengthen also the hands of evildoers. And courage. People who are engaged in sin, strengthen them. That none that return from Even with preaching, 
special preaching. Unforgiving spirit. Unforgiving spirit. Somebody has offended somebody. The victim is crying and you say he has unforgiving spirit. What do you have to say with the world? To the world? The offender. People are using preaching to serve their personal world interest. Romans 12 19 said, Avenge not one another, for it is written, Live. Vengeance is mine. I will repay. I said, and then I said, Live. Go and read. Leave place for the wrath of God. 12 19. Where were you reading before I interrupted? Yeah, stay there. You go there. Forgive. When somebody offends you, do not retaliate. But rather give place unto wrath. Which is terrible. This message, the first one is for the victim. The, the subsequent is for the word. Offender. Because we don't want to use even preaching to serve the purpose. We want to use preaching to serve our personal interests. Mm-hmm. For it is written. It is written. Vengeance is mine. Vengeance is mine. I will repay. Have you read Leave Place to Run? Yes. Start there. I want to list the portion, the first part. Avenge not. Do not retaliate. So one disciple asked Jesus how many times should I forgive? forgive. He was looking for opportunity for what? Retaliation. So Jesus' answer simply means zero tolerance for what? Retaliation in our dispensation. Now let's look at the victim's the offender's portion. But rather give place unto wrath. Give place unto the wrath. The wrath of God, number one. For it is written. It is written. Vengeance is mine. Vengeance is God's. I will repay. God would, there will be divine retribution. That said the Lord, which is more dangerous than what we hear in our time. And forgiving spirit, and you look at people of forgiving spirit. He has done evil against a church member. That's why he's preaching like that. He has done evil against the wife, the husband. He knows he's going to come out. That's why they are preaching that. You think God is Sunday school boy, and we can manipulate him to advantage? It's a risk, and that is lies. Preaching. The word of God with lies for your ulterior motive. It's just like a clergy who leaves Malachi 3.14 and wants to talk about Malachi 3.10. He's speaking lies. God is interested in what? Worship. True worship. God does not jump over worship and come and take what? Sacrifice. His word says obedience is what? Better sacrifice. It will never change. But they preach tight for it to be equal to. Uh, sacrifice is better than what? Obedience. Jesus never taught that. Matthew 5.23 confirm obedience is better than what? Sacrifice. Go ahead and read. Jeremiah 23 14. I have seen also in the prophets of Jerusalem and horrible things. Horrible uh, 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 worship of God. 
disciple of Christ. Uh -huh. They commit adultery. Walking in sexual immorality. They walk in lies. Walking in lies. They strengthen also the hands of evil doers. Strengthen the hands of people who do evil. That none doth return from his wickedness. Exactly. They are all of them unto me as Sodom, and the inhabitants thereof as Gomorrah. The moment God hashtag you as Sodom and Gomorrah, that is your end. Judgment is already passed. And then he said, verse 21 said what? Well, I have not sent these prophets, yet they run. If anybody is a genuine man of God, he sent a true preacher. Mm -hmm. I have not spoken to them yet, they prophesy. And he has a calling of God. Mm -hmm. But if they had stood in my counsel and had called my people to hear my words, if anybody sent of God, he stands for this very purpose for which Christ came, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the earth. Everything he is doing is geared towards eradication of what? Sin from humanity and especially the church of God. He does not promote sin. So if he's a clergy, he's choosing leaders. He wants people who are filled with the word, the spirit of God. He wants people who are filled with the word, the spirit of God. Access, go there quickly. When they were looking for dickies, what were the qualities? He doesn't select leaders to serve his personal interest. to manage church finances to his advantage and keep records he knows are not good records Acts 6.3 Wherefore brethren look ye out among you seven men of honest report, honest report full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom whom we may appoint over this business they were going to do what? But we will give ourselves They were going to share fried rice and logistics. And the apostles were going to give themselves to what? Continually to prayer Continually and to, ministry and to preaching of the word. Since I came to pension, I have given myself continually to prayer and ministry of the word. The, of the word. So that if you think you are clergy and you are called and you preach before you raise your nose and become annoying, ask yourself, how continually are you giving yourself to preaching and ministry of the word, using the common platform, the social media, everybody is using to propagate what he believes and his profession and his calling and business. Before you raise your nose in anger, ask yourself. Mm -hmm. Continue. Jeremiah 23, 22. But if they have stood in my counsel mm -hmm. and have caused my people to hear my words, then they should have turned them from their evil way exactly. and the evil of their doing. You will use the ministry for the eradication of war. Sin. Then you are a genuine word. Prophet. Come on. I ask you to write up, read a paraphrase in Colossi. Colossians 4.12 This brother, who will, who will use him for what do you call it? Uh, compared to anybody? 
because his ministry is not spectacular. <laughs> Colossians 4 12. Epaphras, uh -huh. who is one of you, uh -huh. a servant of Christ, uh -huh. saluted you, uh -huh. always laboring fervently for you. He's laboring. You know the meaning of the word labor? Working to the point of exhaustion in his prayer, involving strenuous effort. Come on. That he may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Exactly. The and, God. and the will of God is what? He's praying to ensure the will of God will be done in every word, church world member. And he's putting effort in this. He does this and you, you find yourself in the will of God. And you are doing outside ministry and you ignorant clergy you want to come and compare him to somebody. Somebody is not doing anything. He is making noise. Some people's ministry will be spectacular. Others' ministry will not be what? Spectacular. Some people are soft-spoken. That is their ministry. Some of us, agra-gra, is the same ministry. <laughs> I think 45 minutes. I must... <coughs> oh, excuse me. I must end here. So, in short, worshipping God, if we are not employing our body, the tools, the material resources, and everything God has given for us, towards the purpose for which God sent Jesus Christ to us in the eradication of what? Sin. And then, in the service of God and our generation, then we, we, we are worshipping in war, In vain. Veins based on human world. Doc, doctrine. So, no situation can disorganize human war, uh, worshipping God in spirit and in word, in truth. So, that is, that is the point. That is the point. So, so, let us not forget this whole business is God himself at war, work. So, we depend on the grace of God for God to use us to do his own work to the glory of his word, his name, according to individuals' word, peculiar calling. So you can say Epaphras has done nothing. He's laboring. Ephesians 2, Revelation 2, 2. Jesus said, I know your word. Labor. Somebody is an evangelist. Me, the ministry God has given me. I used to go out and preach. Now I'm not going out anymore. He wants me to talk to the church, and that is what I sadly am doing. May the Lord bless his church this calendar year and then help us to do his will as he has marked for each and individual. In Jesus' name, Amen.